conditioning and heating. This is a time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. you got to leave your vehicle, again, your home for any length of time. You want to keep the show rolling, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Again, uh, free apps for you on your phone, your tablet, that you take the show with you anywhere. You can even check out the podcast there as well. As I've said over and over again, the podcast is everywhere. 
That's right. Anchor is our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. You can also check us out on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 1061 and also ericasher.com. The award-winning Inside the World Sports features award-winning journalists, Les East of CrestCitySports.com this week. That is tomorrow with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. Every Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLE-TV, also live streaming on the WLE-TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, and then Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. We finish up at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today, uh, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. And I'll tell you what, I'm Jones for some Katie's, man. Rated number one rest neighborhood restaurant in uh, my Gambit New Orleans magazine. Also, again, featured on the best of Food Network's Diners, Drivers, and Dives. Just a fantastic restaurant. Open seven days a week for you. 3701 Abbeville at North Telemachus is the um, address. You know it. Again, featuring, again, daily specials for lunch and dinner. And, of course, a Sunday brunch that is award-winning. Uh, Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef, can cater your event as well. Uh, SCOT at katiesinmidcity.com is how you can catch him directly. To find out more about Katie's, go to katiesinmidcity.com, their fantastic website. Their sister restaurant, Francesca by Katie's, has done a great, I mean, just really coming on fantastic, especially, again, uh, coming out of the pandemic. 515 Harrison Avenue, uh, Lakeview discovered it. Now the rest of the city is. Uh, great specials for you, including family meals that, again, you can feed the entire family, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, some fantastic burgers for you. And I, I love the muffalata. And, of course, family recipes that go back to Scott Craig's mother-in-law, St. Louis-style deli with, again, um, sandwiches, sodas. Don't forget, also, wine and beer is, are, is available. FrancescaDeli.com is how you can find out more. Uh, 504-266-2511. That's Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. That's 515 Harrison Avenue to be exact. And, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. They're open seven days a week. They also have a Sunday brunch for you. Uh, get in there and great, again, enjoy contemporary Creole cuisine, uh, great southern dishes like, again, um, uh, their daily specials, fresh Louisiana seafood. You can dine indoors, dine outdoors. Of course, also have your next event uh, at Bienvenue on Hickory. To find out more, 504-305-4792 or BienvenueHarahan.com. Our guest on the program today, uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports, will join us at uh, 435. And celebrity chef Scott Craig, uh, we're back in the saddle at, um, at uh, 5 p.m., a little bit after 5 p.m., about 510. All right, let's get it started. A lot to talk about uh, over the um, first uh, segment or so. Uh, first of all, I don't know how many of you guys uh, got in front of the tube last night, put it on ESPN, and just left it there, right? Great doubleheader. Uh, first of all, again, um, Congratulations to Dale Brown. I uh, was very, very happy to see Dale Brown surrounded uh, by his former players last night. Uh, uh, as, again, the court at the PMAC was named in his honor. Look, not only the most successful coach in LSU basketball history, but a great man who was a teacher, a father figure, a developer of, of character uh, for, young, for all the young men he coached. And really, i got to tell you what, pretty much you didn't have to be able to be coached by him. He was a guy that was a mentor to so many. And, you know, I've told the story before. You know, uh, I brought my son to the uh, exhibition game uh, with, the, uh, uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers and, 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 the, uh, and the Charlotte Hornets uh, when, they, uh, when they had the exhibition game here in, in New Orleans. Uh, Shaq was there. 
my, my son, I guess he must have been, he might have been about 12, 13, right up in there. And um, I, I was walking through the lobby, and I saw Dale Brown. And, of course, you know, Dale's talking to everyone, all the fans and everything. So my son was a little bit, you know, he's a young, he was a young kid, but he was always tall for his age. And, of course, Dale kind of looks over at him, and, you know, I introduced myself, introduced my son. He sat there for about six, seven minutes just talking to my son about school, basketball, doing the right things, took his address down, and within about two weeks, Dale Brown wrote him a handwritten letter, uh, which, again, included uh, basketball cards of, again, a lot of, of the LSU greats that played the game for, for, the, for the basketball Tigers. It was a moment I'd never forget. And, and, again, it was something that, again, obviously my son uh, was influenced by. But it just goes to show you the type of person that Dale Brown was. And, look, that was not unique. Dale Brown did that all the time. I would, again, write handwritten letters to, to individuals. Again, people that he would just, uh, you know, meet on the street, uh, ha- have a few minutes with. Next thing you know, again, he'd get your, 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 your name and, and he would write you back. I didn't think when he said he was going to write my son back that he would really have time to do it, but he did. And just goes to show you, again, what Dale Brown was all about uh, as a man, as a mentor, as a teacher, and, of course, as, as a coach. When it comes to the Dale Brown era, folks, it was the most fun I've ever had watching LSU basketball. To be able to come up in that era and to be able to watch Dale Brown, uh, again, take this team from, again, the, uh, the aftermath of uh, when Maravich left and, and moved on to the pros and having to rebuild it from scratch, rebuild the uh, program from scratch, was, was nothing, more, nothing less than spectacular. Um, when you when you look at um, at, at what he did, uh, you know we talked about it yesterday. Four hundred forty eight wins, uh, the two Final Fours, uh, the SEC championships, uh, the tournaments. It seemed like every single year it was just an amazing time when Dale Brown w- w- was head coach of the LSU basketball team. And then of course the opportunity to be able to see him recruit. You know, not just recruiting the best in Louisiana, which, again, he could get, but, again, recruit nationally from New York to California to, again, to, to Europe. I mean, uh, he would go, he'd go anywhere there was a player to be found, they'd find him, which is one of the reasons why he found Shaquille O'Neal, right, in that, in that uh, Army base in, in Germany. Uh, just, a, just, again, a class act. And I've said this so, for so many years now because I'm one of the ones that, are, that has been pushing for Dale Brown Court since, again, I had the privilege of having a microphone in front of me. Uh, this, this, was a, uh, this was a long time coming and, and was a much-deserved honor. But I'm going to say this. To the Board of Supervisors who took decades to bestow this honor on Dale, you should be ashamed of yourself, okay? Uh, your disdain for, 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 the, uh, for, for the honoring of this great man, it, it showed, even last night, how petty you can be. Uh, a little piece of the corner of the floor is what you gave Dale Brown. Now, it seems really petty. You mean you could not honor him with class? giving him, again, both of the end lines. Instead, you squeezed his name at the end of the uh, court right next to, again, uh, Pete Maravich Assembly Center. I mean, just, y'all just suck. I mean, you just do. Just, I mean, again, little piece of the corner of the, uh, of the floor for him. When you look around, other floors that have been named for, again, historic coaches in, in the history of programs, they usually get the back end line. Okay, or again, they'll get they'll get the uh, the, the the circle, the, the half court circle. Now, I can't expect to get the half court circle. It's the P-back. It's named after Pete Maravich. But I certainly expected more than a little corner uh, in, in, of the floor uh, with Dale Brown again uh, denoting it as Dale Brown Court. But again, that's that goes to show you the politics that still is involved in LSU. And for those again that stood in the way of Dale Brown getting this opportunity to be honored and then honoring with again a little piece of the floor. Y'all suck. You really do. No doubt about it. Uh, but, again, he will rise above, 
as, as usual, again, uh, the, the man, uh, again, showed his greatness. Uh, last night, defect, deflecting everything to his players, deflecting everything to the coaches, deflecting everything to the fans, and, and, and then for himself, taking none of the accolades. Just an amazing man, and for me, I'm just so glad he got to see it again when he was still alive rather than, again, us, do, us doing this and, and honoring him uh, after he passes. Dale Brown, greatest basketball coach in the history of LSU basketball, no doubt about it. And then, of course, there was the walk-on bowl last night, right? Well, I mean the Texas Bowl. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it surely was interesting to watch, though. It, you know you know what's interesting to watch? The Kansas State fans. I mean, that's the one thing that really kind of got me. They acted like they were beating a real SEC team last night. I mean, that's the thing that blew me away, okay? I mean, it almost makes me hope that LSU gets another shot at them, okay? Well, you're going to have to schedule them because uh, the chances of, an, of a Kansas State-LSU meeting in another bowl game are astronomical, Okay? Kansas State will never be in the college football playoff. They're not that good of a program. Uh, and I can tell you right now, in my opinion, within the next three to four seasons, LSU will be right back in the mix for a college football playoff. Uh, that is even with the expanded uh, format. Uh, I was happy last night to see, though, the 39 scholarship players who stuck it out, okay? And then the walk-ons who we see on the sidelines each and every week uh, but never get a chance to play. I mean, look. I don't know how many people are aware of what happens with the walk-ons. Okay, they walk on, they get a chance to be able to be able to be part of the team. They work just as hard as the scholarship players at practice, in the weight room, in the meeting rooms, but they never get a chance to play in a meaningful meaningful game, if at all. I mean, sometimes you get a blowout early in the season when, when you're when you're playing one of these lesser opponents, and they might empty the bench, and you'll see some of these walk-ons get in, get into the game. But for the most part, you don't. For the most part, a lot of them, again, they, they, they're on the LSU team. They stick it out. They stay there, there three or four years um, you know, on, on the team itself. But, again, they rarely get a chance to get on the field. Everything they do is getting the team ready uh, for the next opponent in practice. So, again, uh, it was great to see them have a chance to play on national TV. I know their family members and friends uh, are ecstatic about the opportunity. Uh, but, but, again, obviously not about the outcome uh, of, of last night's game. But, look. When you looked at, well, again, the situation, um, there, there, there's, there's a, there, there was really little or no chance that LSU was going to win last night, okay? I mean, it just wasn't, you know? I mean, when you look at last night's Texas Bowl, look, I called it the walk-on bowl. Look, it was unavoidable uh, under the new rules. And the new rules, again, this is, you know, this is typical of the NCAA, right? Ready? Fire, aim. No, no doubt about it. Ready? Fire, aim. Hopefully the NCAA is going to tighten up the rules when it comes to the transfer portal, okay? Got to give it a specific time frame in which a player can transfer. You can't have a situation where, where kids are jumping in the transfer portal all season long, where, again, you can affect a postseason play by, by, by jumping in the transfer portal. I mean, there has to be a specific day or specific weeks in which, again, you can, you can transfer. Um, opt-outs, they're hard to control, Okay. Because that group is giving up college football. They, I mean, it's not like, again, they're opting out and they've decided, okay, we're going to come back. COVID opt-out was a whole different deal than opting out now. If you're opting out now, then you're opting out to go pro. It's hard to be able to convince a player, again, to play in a bowl game that's not part of a, of a playoff format if ultimately, again, they are a shoe-in to be drafted by the NFL. And, again, they're not trying to increase their stock. Look, I go back to Ben Wilkerson, who, again, was injured uh, in, and, and ultimately, again, destroyed his pro career because he was never the player that he was after, again, he tore his knees. Uh, it's, a, it's a chance every time you take the field to be able to be injured and never be able to play again. 
And a lot of these players don't want to take that chance when, when they're having a chance to go, go, go to the pros. So opt-outs are a little bit different. But I'm going to tell you right now, if they don't tighten up the transfer portal rules and make a, spe- a specific date on the calendar in which players can transfer, we continue down this path, the Bulls are going to die off. And I'm one that comes from an era where, where, again, Bulls were prestigious. And maybe a lot of people, again, are like, oh, man, with so many Bull games now, I don't want to watch them. I'm not interested in them. Uh, it's, it's always been a, a little bit of prestige for, 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 for uh, those that go to a Bull games. The kids enjoy it. Uh, they have an opportunity to be wined and dined. Again, they're, they're, they're getting these, uh, these ditty bags with, again, uh, a lot of things that maybe, again, they, they can't afford on their own. Also, again, the, the opportunity to go to a new city, uh, to, um, uh, to be able to uh, you know, be the focal point of, of that particular city uh, in that particular game. And then, of course, uh, the opportunity to, to get another game and then the practice that comes with that that can help you as a player going forward, whether that is in the pros or, again, uh, in your collegiate career. And then, and then, look, also, it comes down to this, that, again, it's, it's very, very difficult. Okay, uh, to be able to go down, continue to go down this path. If we continue down this path and the Bulls die off, all that's going to be left is the championship tournament. And isn't that a, a void again when you start looking for for college games as, as the season ends? The reward that comes with again playing a, a, a collegiate season and having an opportunity with a winning season to, be able to go to a bowl game—it's kind of mind blowing. It's too bad because again, I think it's bad for college football. I think it's bad for the cities that host the bowl games. And I understand the intention of, of giving the players the freedom to transfer, but this is absolute chaos. It's chaos right now. And it's going to hurt the bowl cities. Eventually these bowls go away and these sponsors are not involved in these bowls. You're going to see it. It's like, I mean, look, it's changed even from when I was growing up. You never had sponsors for bowl games. Now, now again, everybody's got their name in front of a bowl game. It's hard to even keep track. But at least those cities are having the opportunity to be able to host those bowl games. I mean, look what happened last night. How do you lose this, this many players uh, and not have it affect your program? I mean, I talked about this yesterday. Trey Palmer, Garrett Dellinger, Xavier Hill, Charles Turner, uh, Tarion Davis-Price, Armani Goodwin, Trey Bradford, Max Johnson, uh, Deion Smith, Greg, uh, Glenn Logan, Neil Farrell, Gerald Cher- uh, Jarrell Cherry, Damone Clark, Micah Baskerfield, Cameron Lewis, Dwight, Dwight McLaughlin, Cordell Flott, Rodarius Jones. I mean, this is, I mean, starters. And, and, uh, in some positions, were absolutely de- were, were, de- were decimated by, again, the losses last night. The NCAA has to do something to tighten this up so we're not seeing this every single year from this point forward. I have no problem with the transfer portal. I told you before, the transfer portal goes both ways. Uh, but, again, I think that you have to be able to tighten up the rules here so we don't have the chaos like we're seeing now. And, and then, again, seeing teams that are shell themselves when they move on to postseason play outside, again, the playoffs. And, look, I'm going to say this right now. Something that really came, to, uh, came to, to, to light yesterday in my conversation with Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, and if you missed it, you go to the, uh, your, your favorite um, app and check out the, uh, the, the podcast. According to Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, Coach Ed Ogeron may, may have kept this team together to finish out the regular season 6-6, six and six, but he walked away leaving a huge mess uh, to clean up both academically and, again, the defections. So there's no doubt Brian Kelly's got his work cut out for him uh, because of the state of the, uh, the program in which Ogeron left it. I think it's going to be a longer road than even I anticipated, so, so there's going to have to be some patience that's going to, patience that's going to be necessary uh, for, for Tiger fans. I don't know if you can turn it around in a year or two. 
Maybe you can, maybe you can't. A lot of it depends on, again, the next couple of recruiting classes. It also depends on the transfer portal. But even Mike talked about yesterday the constraints on, again, adding the, adding a number to, uh, the, the, the number of scholarship players that, again, you can compete within the SEC because, again, there are more scholarship players on, on other teams now because of the, uh, of the mass defection that we've seen from this Tiger program and the aftermath of Ed Ogeron getting fired. Uh, when you look at what, what, I, what I would like to see, what I think can turn this thing around, and we don't know this yet, we know the names of, of the offensive defensive coordinators, but we don't know what they're going to run. In my opinion, uh, again, you've got to have an up-tempo offense similar to the one that Joe Burrow ran uh, when, when, when he was at LSU, and an attacking defense. Uh, Kelly has to play to the strengths of the talent that is produced in Louisiana. And, and, of course, a great quarterback is necessary. But let me say this. The talent pool of the Louisiana skill players and, and a dynamic scheme will lure the best quarterbacks to LSU. Kelly's job, his number one job is bring home the beef. Period. The end. Beef on the defensive and offensive lines. Things we don't, again, naturally have here in Louisiana. Shoot, we have some really good defensive linemen that, again, have great athleticism and speed. And some of those guys, again, are big enough. Uh, it's really on the offensive line where we don't produce great offensive linemen. But, again, that's going to be Kelly's job to, to be able to, um, to handle. Also, folks, uh, you know, I did want to mention there, there was a, uh, a, uh, an update on Zion Williamson today. And it wasn't much. I got to be honest with you. It's almost an afterthought, isn't it? I mean, look, I've said it before. I like the way this team is playing. Uh, they have to be active when it comes to when it comes to the trading deadline. You can no longer wait on Zion Williamson. Uh, if Zion Williamson comes back, it's land yeah. Today, the team announced that again, Zion Williamson will be continuing his rehabilitation away from the team uh, and will remain under the supervision of the Pelicans medical staff. I quote: "Since we notified everyone on December 16th of." Um, of his latest imaging, it was decided by then, then by, by our medical team to dial back his rehab and, to, uh, and only uh, to only partial weight-bearing activities. He continues along that path. That comes from Griff. We also agreed that in order to put Zion in the best position to succeed, he will rehab away from the team so he can focus on the task at hand. Uh, and then Zion Williamson finally spoke. Well, he didn't speak. He gave out a statement. As you can imagine, it's been a very difficult process for me. I know there's work to be done in my recovery before I can safely return to the court, but I will continue to put in the time necessary so I can get back on the floor with my team and represent Pelican fans and, my, and, and the city of New Orleans at the highest level. Basketball means everything to me, and I'm thankful for the Pelicans organization and everyone who has surrounded me with love and support throughout this journey. My family, friends, teammates, coaches, staff, friend, fans, and everybody that stood behind me and uplifted me when I needed it most. Well, okay, whatever. I mean, look, it's, it's become an afterthought, hasn't it? I mean, he hasn't played. Uh, at this point, again, I don't know if he's going to play this season. If he does, it's Lanyap. Uh, move on without him. And I said this before, again, the, the, the second announcement was uh, that, that, again, he was being dialed back. Uh, it just it, it's, it's been long enough. It's been absolutely long enough. And finally, before we, before we uh, close out and, uh, and head to the break so we can uh, bring on Sean Pazena, Fox 8 Sports, I want to say this. To the greatest professional basketball player ever to grace the Crescent City with his talents, today is the 34th anniversary of the death of Pistol Pete Maravich. He died on January 5th, 1988, at the age of 40. And I, I know exactly where I was, what I was doing when it happened, okay? Uh, when it came over the radio that, that he had passed. I literally, again, my jaw dropped. I could not believe it, okay? He was a showman, okay? For those that got, didn't get a chance, for those that didn't have the privilege 
Uh, first of all, again, there's some film out there on him. If you Google him, etc. If you're on, if you're on my social media platforms, I'm always putting stuff out there about Pistol Pete. But he was a showman that was ahead of his time. He was doing things with the basketball in the 60s and 70s that, that again, NBA players, college players, high school players are emulating today. He's the NCAA's all-time leading scorer without a three-point line. The pistol holds nearly every major NCAA scoring record. Most career points, 3,067, 3,667. Highest scoring average, 44.2. Most field goals made, 1,387. Most field goals attempted, 3,166. Most career 50-point games, 28, without the three-point line. For those of us that had the privilege of watching him, he was a magician with the basketball. His passing and his ball handling were ahead of his time. And then the unlimited range when it came to his shot. Look, if you were playing today, if you were playing today in the NBA, I'm talking today, 2022, today, in a guard-driven league with a three-point line and the hands-off defense that they have now, where there's no hand-checking, no physicality, where, again, it's powder puff basketball, he would be considered the GOAT. That's right, greatest of all time. And I know a lot of people are going, wait, what? You take Maravich, his skill set, what he was doing in the 60s and 70s, and you put it in today's game, huh, Steph Curry would be an afterthought, okay? No doubt about it. Uh, he was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. We go right down the line. The sad thing about Maravich is, and those, again, that, that are aficionados on Maravich's life and, of course, his, his time in, in the NBA is that, you know, when, when Battistone moved the Jazz to, to Utah, he refused to play. Uh, he got into it with Nasalki. Nasalki benched him at the end of the bench. He didn't want to play in Utah. He, uh, he loved New Orleans. He thought it was wrong that Jazz will move to New Orleans. Ultimately, again, he was cut. He was picked up by the Boston Celtics in 1979. That was Larry Bird's first season. Uh, 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 that was actually 1980. That was his first season. And uh, if he had just stayed one more year with the Boston Celtics, just one more year with the Boston Celtics in 1981, he would have gotten that elusive championship ring. Something, again, that he stood up until his death that, again, he felt like, again, that that was the one thing that he missed. He never had a chance to win a championship. I'll say this right now. I'll go on the, I'll go on the limb and say it again. In the history of professional basketball in New Orleans, in the history of college basketball in the state of Louisiana, Pistol Pete Maravich is the greatest of all time. There's never been one that, that has been better than him yet, and hopefully one day we'll see one, but we haven't up to this point. And I'll go back to what I said before. In a guard-driven league today, again, how, again, you have to play defense where you cannot be physical, you cannot put your hands on, on, on a player, his ability to pass, his ability to be able to, re, his ability to, be able to, to handle a ball, and his unlimited range with a three-point line, he would be considered the GOAT. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Pistol Pete Maravich. All right. Don't forget about my friends my friend at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your air conditioning system, heating system. How about a generator for your home or your business? Maybe that APCO whole home treatment system, again, that cleans your air continuously. Or, again, maybe, again, you need help with electrical needs. Burkhardt is there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. For Bur- Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, again, um, a family-owned and operated since 1989. You can trust Burkhart at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Do 
Orleans country. 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. Get your biggest refund guaranteed. Jackson Hewitt tax pros will help find thousands worth of new tax credits so you get every dollar you deserve. So why wait? Schedule an appointment with one of their tax pros and learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City Connection in the Pontchartrain Expressway from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound right at Clearview. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks. I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Get on over there and get a great meal. Of course, don't forget about Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Uh, just, again, uh, one, of the, one of the great new restaurants we have in the city. And, of course, we don't have to be in Harahan to head on over to Bienvenue on Hickory. Get out there and enjoy it. 467 Hickory Avenue. They're open seven days a week. Uh, got a Sunday brunch. Great menu for you. All part of the Katie's Family Restaurants. A proud sponsor of our Wednesday program. All right, let's head to the guest line. Who This gentleman joins us each and every Wednesday. Proud to have him as well. From Fox 8 Sports, Sean Vazan joins us. Sean, how are you, bud? Happy New Year. Doing all right. Happy New Year. How are you? Doing great, Sean. Doing great. Sean, could you believe, can you, after what we've seen transpire this year, with everything the Saints have had to overcome, can you believe you're sitting here right now, they're 8-8, eight eight, what, what, what again, as I said yesterday, a puncher's chance of getting into the playoffs? Yeah, and it's not like it's some kind of, like, crazy thing that has to happen for them to get in. So, um, you know, when you really start to piecemeal it together and really add up, you know, kind of bit by bit, you know, the obstacles that that, that a team has had to overcome, uh, this would have broken a lot of teams, and it has not broken the Saints. Um, talked a lot about that today with uh, Sean Payton spoke a lot about it. Uh, Taysom Hill has talked a lot about it as well. Um, so, yeah, man, they were able to – kind of navigate um, what's been a very difficult season. And, look, every season, every team's going to say, if we didn't have injuries, dot, dot, dot. But in the Saints' case, um, it, it, it surpassed any reasonable expectation that you have going into a season of injuries. And then you deal with the COVID not, uh, situation. And then, you know, they, we forget how Hurricane Ida, they had to spend the first month of the season away. I mean, that's not easy to do after training camp. So uh, to be here – Eight and eight with a chance. Yeah, it is a sense of accomplishment. But I think Sean Payton had a decent message today when he said, you know, that this isn't the finish line now. I mean, we got to get to nine and eight. Uh, that's just the bottom line. Because hit when when we look back on the season, we're not going to you know we're not going to say yeah, but maybe there should have been an asterisk. But nah, I mean, it's still going to count as eight and nine if they lose. So um, away they go in preparation for the uh, Atlanta Falcons, a team that you just never know what you're going to get. Right. Right. You got to throw the records out, but I tell you what, there's a heck of a lot, lot to play for this week for the Saints. Uh, and, and um, you know, uh, I, I still go back, and, and Sean, I just can't let it go. I mean, again, you lost to Carolina, you lost to the Giants, you lost to Atlanta, you were healthy then. You could you beat, if you beat all three of those teams, you're not in this position right now, but you are where you are. I got a feeling this Saints team is going to be loaded for bear, again, with everything that's on the line. Now, Atlanta will, will be looking to, I think, to be the spoiler, but again, We've seen teams like this. You get up on the, on a team like this, they're already checking the, the calendar for, the, for their uh, vacation plans. So hopefully, again, the Saints will come out, be physical, and get a little bit of a lead, something they haven't been able to do most of the season. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems to be the formula. If you go back to the early start, that was the formula. I mean, people forget that part of the equation was the early lead. I mean, they, this team is not built to come from behind. Um, now, I know they came back from a 10-3 deficit last week, but that's about as, as deep as they can get. Um, the days of coming back from 17, 20 points are over. Uh, they just don't have – they're just not built that way. Right. Um, and that's probably the biggest difference in the early win streak besides the health. Uh, well, in early in the season, they dealt with quite a bit of health issues as well uh, to now. Um, well, I guess you could say, you know, um, they've been able to rebound a little bit with that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what they had to do. Uh, we'll see. I'm very curious how Atlanta approaches this. They're going to say the right things. We know that. Um, how quickly do they check out as – Certainly um, something to watch. And, and you know, um, are they really all dialed in to begin with? I, I think some of those guys have pride, and it, it certainly sounds like they're saying the right things. And right. You know, maybe if it was another team, they wouldn't be as 
as dialed in, but, you know, playing the Saints, and they hate the Saints just as much as they hate, you know, the Saints hate them. Um, I got a feeling it's going to be competitive at least early on. Sean, you break the film down each and every week. What's what's different about Cam Jordan? What are you seeing on film that's different about Cam Jordan? Marcus Davenport. <laughs> that's what's different. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, Having some help on the other side, which he's, is all he's ever needed. He's getting one-on-ones. Um, right. So it just goes to show you, when he gets the one-on-ones, um, he's been able to really take advantage. Now he took advantage of a porous offensive line last week. That, that's not his fault. Uh, good on him for taking advantage of that situation. But, you know, the last couple of weeks, they've been as healthy as they've been defensively. You know, I said that, you know, since the, um, uh, I guess, since the uh, uh, Bucks game. So um, that's just kind of the way it is. And, um, look, I thought he had kind of lost a step. Who knows if he has or hasn't, you know, officially. But it turns out when you're getting blocked by two and three guys, um, it's 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 more difficult to rush the passer and, and stop the run. And what's happening is he's beating guys. It's not like he's beating no one, nobody's. I mean, uh, he took that Tampa Bay tackle to school. So um, we um, we we all kind of I know I do. I, I have kind of thought Father Tom had hit him. Uh, Father Tom is not quite there yet for Cam Jordan, and it's the perfect time because look, this isn't padding stats up thirty points. No, this is you need these plays. I mean, you need these plays in defensive struggles. It also probably helps him again for next year as well. A lot of people were thinking, okay, you're going to you'll probably have to dump him at this point. And, of course, the $21 million in dead money that would probably be split over two seasons. The way he's playing, you can say, okay, I can still pencil him in or put it in pen that he's going to be that defensive end. You just have to get something out of, again, uh, out of uh, Turner and, and Davenport, uh, Granderson on the other side. Because I, I've always, I was one that did not feel like that he was in decline. I just always felt like, again, that at this point in his career, you need a little help on the other side. You can't, you know, you can't be Superman you know, 11 years into your career. Unless you're Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's funny you mentioned Peyton Turner. I had to remind myself he's still on the team. Yeah, um, I know. Well, I mean, a lot like I mean, Davenport, right? I mean, it's, it's one of the most out of sight, out of mind situations I, I can recall from a first round pick. I mean, he is just, I mean, people just go on without him. Um, so, yeah, but I agree. I, I think you can keep that, that kind of, that group of four there together at a pretty critical position because we've seen the depth was tested this year. So, um, I, I would think it's a lot easier case now to sell. Uh, than, say, last year at this time, um, if he had had another year like last year uh, closing out this season. But I think now, um, given his high cap number and high dead money hit it would take, right. um, I think it's pretty reasonable to assume he would be back. Uh, I don't think all three of those veterans will be back, but I think he would be back. Speaking of number one picks, um, Cesar Ruiz has been really exposed with, again, the lack of Ramshack next to him. Also, again, uh, you know, not having uh, the full complement of offensive linemen. Uh, I've been keying on him for most of the season. Now, he played fairly well this past week, but for the most part, uh, again, he's been a guy that uh, it's just head-scratcher. It was a head-scratcher when they, when they chose him, considering how well McCoy was playing at the center position, and then the, 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 the plan to flip McCoy to guard and put Ruiz at center, and then that never came to fruition. You got Ruiz playing guard kind of out of position here, and at this point, again, he just – uh, it, it, he's, he's been exposed to, to be a guy that, again, maybe is not suited to play guard in the NFL. Well, it's that simple. And I, and I think, you know, it, we, you know, we don't have any uh, – we don't have the uh, uh, the exact conversations in the war room, but I think when they sure. made that pick, that was the thought. Let's put Ruiz at, guard, at center. We can slide McCoy over the guard. I guess the part they didn't equate, you know, account for 
was just how well McCoy plays at center and just how natural he is there and just how much better he was uh, over uh, Ruiz's first year. And obviously uh, enough to where they just penciled McCoy a guard to start this season. But um, that plan is probably going to have to be rethought a little bit because um, right now he's struggling and he knows he's struggling if he watches body language. So, uh, and they cannot, I mean, look, when you talk about how, how much they've struggled with injuries along the offensive line. You need a mainstay to be a mainstay. And he was he was one of the biggest culprits in terms of getting beat over the last couple of weeks. So I'm right there with you. I don't know how they address that this offseason, but if they don't get something, if they don't figure it out, um, we can look back and say that might have been a waste of pick. Well, especially because you figure with $13 million in dead money, uh, you know, averaging and losing about six games a year to injury, it's going to be hard to bring Toronto offset back. Uh, the Ramshack situation is, again, is murky because uh, obviously we believe that uh, he's going to, if, if Olmstead moves on, he's going to be flipped to the left side. His injury, again, uh, you know, not putting him on IR and just leaving him out there for, this, for the entire season, him not coming back is kind of head-scratching. But um, at, at this point, uh, you know, so much has been put into this offensive line in terms of building it, which, again, was rightly so, and I agree with it. Build up front on both sides of the line. I thought that was the way to go. But it's going to be interesting to see again what happens now. I mean, uh, especially with the situation now where you may have more than one or two players that might not be on this team next year as part of that line. And look, I never thought I'd miss Andres Pete, but I'm missing Andres Pete right now. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it just goes to show you how much, how, how much, you know, that unit is a unit. And when they were all together, they were one of the best in the league, and they just haven't been together much at all this season. Now, the good news is Ramchek was back to practice today on a limited basis off of reserve program. That's encouraging news. At least he's on the practice field, which hadn't happened in a couple of weeks. I believe he missed six or seven games. Uh, again, head scratcher. Mm-hmm. Clearly it was something they were monitoring, hoping he could come back um, to where they would, you know, it, it was worth not uh, putting him on IR. I mean, you got to make those gambles, I guess, week in, week out, but here they are. Uh, hopefully, has a chance to play this week. Because boy, could they certainly use him? Because Armstead did not practice today. Um, he is a guy in the final year of his deal. Certainly, no real worry right now in terms of any talks on any kind of extension. So you would think, um, given where they're at and, and given his, his injury history, that perhaps he's not a part of the future plan. So um, get something back, and hopefully that player is Ryan Ramshack. Who knows? Maybe something happened Armstead this week at practice. But right. um, it's just so hard when you don't have both those tackles. It's just really really hard to even adapt to this new identity because i would i would argue you almost need it even more because they need you know such that run first ball control identity you can't have many yes. negative plays and when you you're lacking with the negative with with offensive linemen it can certainly lead lead to more negative plays oh, it's just been unreal i mean the, the revolving door on the offensive line which has been one, one of the more stable positions on this team uh it, it's it's unprecedented in, in, in the uh, in the peyton era it's really been amazing Sean, I'm hoping that, again, that their plan has been I'm holding out these players for as long as I can. I want them to get as healthy as I can because I need them for the stretch run. Well, the stretch run is this weekend. And then if they get into the playoffs, what's the chances of us seeing a lot of these injured players coming back for this week? Yeah, like I said, I think I'm, I'm optimistic, more optimistic than I've been about Ramshack because it's been, you know, um, nowhere to be found over the last couple of weeks. At least he's, he's there today uh, practicing on a limited basis. So you get him back. No one healthy. He's probably the best right tackle in football, so certainly that can certainly help. And then, you know, you just you do the math. You know, instead of two fifths or one fifth, uh, you know, uh, one fifth with your starters, you have three uh, with McCoy being back, hopefully, and obviously, um, 
Rancek and, and Ruiz, and maybe you, you know you, you can you, it can you know, lead to you know a more prosperous output. So uh, we'll see. That that would be the one. Um, I, I don't know if, how effective that strategy would have been to kind of play it out to see and get them ready for the stretch run, just because I mean, it's kind of been a playoff week uh, atmosphere pretty yeah. much every week for them. They True. needed to win. So I, I don't know if you could say they won or lost that gamble. I guess they're here with a chance. I guess maybe they slightly won, but they, there's no tomorrow when it comes to. Uh, the game gets the Falcons. I mean, they have to win and then hope for the 49ers to lose. So um, we'll see. Um, but Ramchek limited to me is an encouraging sign. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Let's shift gears to the Tigers. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it, I, don't, I don't want to call it interesting what we saw last night. I called it the walk-on bowl. I mean, again, I talked about it in my monologue today that I thought that, you know, for the for the kids that are the walk-ons, and, and, and you know, Sean, you went to school with a lot of these kids when you were at LSU. You know, guys that walk on the team, they're there four years. They practice, do everything that the, the, uh, the, the starters and the backups do, but they never get a chance to, be able to see the field, okay, unless it's really a blowout against a big knee state or something. You know, these guys got to play on national TV last night, and I know that their families are excited about it, etc. But again, I think it, it it leads us right back to again the problems within the NCAA right now. They've got to get a handle on the transfer portal and, and opt-outs. Opt-outs are hard because these are guys that are they're opting out for professional football in a lot of cases. So it's hard to be able to, again uh, you know stop that from happening. But there's got to be some type of uh, of um, of, um, of calendar date or times for, for the transfer portal. What we saw in terms of the defections last night from that LSU team was unprecedented. There's no doubt. There's got to be, because I'm for both, NIL, transfer portal. Sure, of course, me too. I'm also for the institution as well. I mean, I mean, it, it, people act like it's a crime to actually, you know, uh, uh, have, have the, the, the school side in certain situations. But, I mean, look what just happened last night. I mean, that was a joke. It was so weird. A, the timing of a, of a pretty, pretty low-key bowl after all the big bowl games and playoffs is, is weird. And, B, to have that, that product on the field was just – Certainly something no one was accustomed to. Absolutely proud of the kids that, that gutted it out, played. Um, and certainly it wasn't like they were loafing out there. They would give an effort. Um, but, you know, they you know they only had a certain amount of scholarship players, and it showed on the football field. Um, you know, college football is the only sport that I can think of where there is a massive gap between the regular season and the postseason, and it leads to all these coaches leaving, players leaving, opt-out. Right. It's the only sport where that's even an option. So, to me, I don't know how you would even do it, but part of the issue is the calendar. It's just the way it's set up. It's the only sport like that. And then you've got to figure out a way to streamline this process because there has got to be a way where everybody can win. School wins, the player wins, the NIL wins. I mean, to me, it can't be that difficult to figure out because right now this is just wild, wild west. And it's just it's not good for anybody, even though the usual suspects tend to, you know, cheer any 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 sort of chaos when it comes to college football right. uh, on social media. So uh, it is what it is, but they got to get it figured out. It's got to be a time frame, okay, where, again, you can go into the transfer portal and have a chance to be able to transfer out. That's it. You can't do it, you know, and it can't be in the middle of a season or, again, when you're going to a bowl game. You know, the opt-out said us before, the opt-outs are hard because those guys are going pro. It's hard to keep them them, them on the field. And then the, the early signing period, they have to rethink that as well, especially what we saw with Brian Kelly, where, again, coaches are leaving because they got to get out and recruit for their new teams. Without the early signing period being there, again, maybe, again, Brian Kelly finishes out the, the year with Notre Dame and, 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 and then LSU, then he's coming to LSU. So I think college football's got a lot, a lot of work in front of them to be able again to uh, to tighten up the things that they've done to be able to try to make the game fairer and better. But in in, in, a, in a roundabout way, it's backfired. It really has. And 
and and I think we've we've taken this whole, you know, I'm pro player, you know, player right. empowerment uh, a little too far because, like I said before, there has to be some kind of guidelines in place. I mean, you can't just have chaos. I mean, there's there, there, there people out there that cover the sport religiously that just, I mean, that just want chaos, and it's just why? Why do you want this? This is this yeah. is ridiculous. So. We'll see what happens. I do know this. <laughs> it's got to be fixed at some point because, like I said before, that there has to be a way where everybody can win in this scenario. And, Sean, it's going to kill the Bulls. It's going to kill the Bulls. Well, it's already doing that, right. Right. I mean, the, the and this, look, the Bulls, are, we're, we're supposed to celebrate the season for, for a team, right? They get wine. They get dined. You know, they have a chance to go to a city. Uh, you know, they get their little ditty bags. So, you know, all the things that, again, that go with the bowl game. But also the cities that make money off of this. And we're one of them, okay? You know, they, they need the infl- infusion of, um, of, of that, that tourism during that time. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how they, do, how they play this out. Look, I'm all for the expansion of the playoffs. But I'm also also want to keep the bowl. I want to keep the, the the bowl system intact here, and this is killing the bowl system. Yeah, um, like I said, I mean, they, they they've got to reconfigure that calendar as well because basically the entire month of December is out. I, yep. I know a lot of that has to do with recruiting. I know some of it has to do with final exams, uh, which is a week. I mean, you could probably configure it to where uh, you can you can make it work where, you're, where maybe you take a week off. But so basically, have the entire month of December where no games are played except for some of the minor bowls until the end of the month when the season ends for most teams at the end of November. I mean, it just, it sets up a, a chaotic atmosphere. That's totally unnecessary. Eric, think, think about that in the NFL. If all of a sudden you go through a season and then there was a month break before the playoffs started, that, right. that's just ridiculous. No, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. And, and again, they, they've got, they got to keep up with, um, with what they're doing in, in terms of the changes they've made to the rules. Sean, what you guys got coming up for us on Fox 8 Sports? Also, again, are you heading over to Atlanta to be with the team on, on Sunday? Give us the whole nine. Yeah, I'll be there Sunday. Um, a rarity for me. I actually had to fly in, actually had to fly in the day of the game. Thankfully, that uh, the kickoff was pushed back. We'll have our tailgate yes. show on from 10 to 11. And, of course, the final play at 1035. We'll have game plan at 1035. Hopefully, it's not the last game plan of the season. We'll see. Amen to that. Uh, and then on uh, – well, heck, I think I got it all. <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> Sunday, and then Monday, black and gold review. We'll have that regardless, win or loss. So, and then, of course, fox8live.com, my blog, at the first review, and follow me at Sean Fazan, Fox 8. Thank you, my friend. Happy New Year to you and your family. Look forward to a great year for both of us. Thanks, bud. You too. Sean Fazan, Fox 8 Sports, with us each and every week right here on, on Inside New Orleans. And don't forget about our, my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Look. You need a new heating system. You figured it out. You know, you've been trying to nurse that thing along. And, and again, here we are in the you know, few cold days that we get. And all of a sudden, again, uh, you don't have heat. And, and Mama's not happy about it. All you got to do is call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, they'll come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a heating system. They'll give you, again, uh, an, an array of choices because, they, again, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And then, of course, come out and install that system for you, treating your home like their home. Again, making sure that you're happy, that the customer's happy. And then the service after the sale is impeccable, second to none. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Uh, and, and, of course, Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. I can promise you they won't gouge you. They won't cheat you. They won't, they won't try to uh, tell you that a part's bad. That's not, that's not the way Burkhardt does business. long time ago, John Burkhardt told me, again, his name, the name Burkhardt name, means everything, the reputation. And, again, it has been proven for the last three decades on how they treated their customers. For a couple you can trust it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoville. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or maybe German to land a new job, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases, then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel, language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, babbel.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Whether you're tuning in, listening to us over the airwaves at 106.1 FM, maybe again on the World Wide Web at ericasher.com or Nash FM 106.1, or again the uh, iHeart or the TuneIn apps. Uh, maybe again you're checking us out on our podcast, uh, on all your uh, on your favorite podcasting platform. Anchor's our home base, but we're everywhere. So thank you so much for tuning in to the program. Today's program is brought to you by the Katie 
Katie's family of restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, and also, again, Francesca by Katie's. All are open, all are ready for you to come in and grind, dine and get a great meal. Get out there and support our local restaurant tours, specifically Mr. Scott Craig, celebrity chef, who will be joining us in hour number two. Get out there and enjoy a meal at Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, or Bienvenue on Hickory. I want to thank Sean Vazan for joining us on the program. I'm Eric Asher. Quick break. We come right back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Your station for prep sports. 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Our man, Eric Asher. 
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 4 to 6 each and every weekday. Uh, right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1, and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Ash is all you got to look for. And uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, award-winning journalist and author, uh, Les East will join us on the program. Always good to have Les. He is so, uh, I mean, he is so knowledgeable uh, on every single sport and also has history. Okay, he understands, again, the history of, the, uh, of those sports. He'll join us. That's tomorrow, live broadcast on LAE every Thursday at 1 p.m., also live streaming on WLE TV YouTube page. And then we have our rebroadcast. And I've been so blessed to have so many uh, opportunities for uh, the uh, fans of the show to be able to see the show. Uh, 6 p.m. on WLE TV is our first rebroadcast on Thursday night. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLE TV 2. Then Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. That's in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and, uh, and also, um, I believe, uh, um, Alexander, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, also Lafayette. Uh, and then we've got uh, 10 p.m. on uh, WLAE TV. That's when a lot of people catch the program. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. Look, it's always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and then always on the WLATV YouTube page. Les East joins us tomorrow on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, again, special thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us on the show. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig should be with us in about 30 seconds. Looking forward to having him back on the program. And, of course, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. All fantastic restaurants. All have that um, uh, that touch from uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig and, of course, his fantastic crew. Uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. All right, let's head to the guest line. It's been too long. It's been, it's been overdue too long. Uh, my good friend, celebrity chef Scott Craig, joins us on the program. Scotty, how you doing, buddy? Embarrassed. Embarrassed by what, my friend? That game last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, before we do that, can I say something? Thank you yep. so much for being one of the guest hosts, you and Mike. Uh, I, I was, we were in the mountains, so, again, I didn't have, we really didn't have um, Internet. It was very, very spotty, so I couldn't listen to the shows. But, again, I've got nothing but good reviews from people that have heard the shows, and I just want to thank you and, and, and uh, Mike and everybody that, that, again, sat in for me, gave us, my family, an opportunity, to, again, uh, to go away for Christmas. And uh, just thanks again. I really, 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 again, appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it, Eric, because you deserve it. And uh, we absolutely love doing your show, so it, it's always an honor uh, to do it. And I, I found out how to get people to call in. How's that? Mention NIL. <laughs> I started giving my opinion on NIL and the phone lines lit up. You know I'm opinionated about it. Oh yes, sir. So I think it's ridiculous. Well, um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with NIL as long as it is there there's a it's it's see the problem is again, and we were talking Sean and I were just talking about this. All the rules from the transfer portal to the opt outs now, again, the the situation NIL. It's almost like the NCAA put the cart before the horse. Like, they didn't have it together before they said, okay, go do it. There's no cap. How can there not be a cap on this? True. There's no, there's no cap. That's my biggest problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with it if, say, the cap was two hundred grand. But you talk about this quarterback from, from Oklahoma 
taking his pick of whoever's going to pay him $2 million for one year. It's crazy. I mean, it's, not, it's no longer <laughs> amateur athletics. It's, it's that's out the door. It's not. It's absurd. And, I mean, if they would just have a cap on it, I would not have a problem. So the universities or whoever's paying for this right. would have an idea of what they have to come up with to get these players. This situation is going to bite Texas A&M on the butt. You know. I mean, they're paying. They're, they're way out of line, and they're going to start squabbling over who's getting what, and they're going to start fighting over it, and they're going to have all kind of problems with the amount of money they're putting out. I think they have $30 million to spend on this or something. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, Scott, it also, again, uh, it makes a bigger division between the have and have-nots. Uh, and that's that's the other part of it. You know, again, the one thing about the NCAA and, and college athletics, yes, you, you, you over the years we've seen uh, the, the better teams, again, um, uh, in, in the bigger conferences, obviously have the opportunity to get the better players out there. But there's always been an opportunity, again, for a team like UNO to grab a player that maybe, again, might be destined for an LSU or get another big program, you know, um, and, and now, uh, how can those programs compete? How can UNO compete against LSU for a player in Louisiana? It's impossible. Oh, I can tell you we can't because none of us have the kind of money that we would have to give to, to the athletic department to be able to pay these kids or pay these kids straight out. Uh, none of us have that kind of money to be able to get you know a kid for $50,000. And then you know LSU comes back and says, well, we'll give you 100 you know, I, you can't compete with that, and it, it's wrong. It's just wrong. There needs to be a cap on it, and it's just out of control. And um, I think LSU, I think they're starting to come to the plate because they got Butte somehow to stay. And, right. you know, he, he didn't stay by the goodness of his heart. He stayed because somebody paid him. And, yeah, but what Texas A&M do, I'll repeat it, what Texas A&M's doing is it's not going to work. I think it's going to blow up on them. I really do. I hope so, anyway. Well, we'll see. Again, look, it's not just that. I mean, I talked about it before the transfer portal. There's got to be a calendar. There's, there's got to be a time uh, that, that's put out on the calendar that, that would allow these, these kids to be able to transfer. There's got to be a t- specific time frame. Can't have kids transferring in the middle of the season. Can't have them again transferring again right in when, when you're getting ready to go into a bowl game. Uh, nope. You just it, it can't happen. It's got to be a certain time frame where you can you just, you start, you stick it out until that time frame. And then if you want to transfer, you transfer. You do what you need to do. Uh, like a again, I mentioned the opt outs are hard to control because those are guys that are opting out to go to the professional ranks. So that's tough. But again, the transfer portal nil uh, they can. Uh, they, they can uh, be in a situation where uh, they can control that. And look, uh, they just had, a, had somebody uh, send me a, a question. The universities aren't, aren't involved in the NIL. Uh, they, they may, again, set up the NIL in terms of, you know, getting the, the, the businesses and, and, the, and the boosters to be able to, again, put up money for the NIL. But none of that money's coming from a university or, or, or again, an exactly. athletic program. Exactly. But you need, you need to be able to tell the booster. This is how much we're going to need. We need to raise a certain amount of money to get the players that we need. True. And the only way that another university could get that player is is to match that capped figure. You know, but you're right. The opt-outs are ridiculous. The the fact that there's no cap figure is ridiculous. They need to be under contract somehow or another. 
And it's well, just, they they go under a contract with NIL. They're they're under contract with again a specific business that that they're uh, that they're representing, like anything else, which again leads you to other things. Again, like again, uh, you know, clauses uh, for for making sure that again they're they're an outstanding citizen and they're not having issues that again would uh, would would look uh, bad upon the business that ultimately is uh, is uh, sponsoring them. Just like the pros, no different, no different. You know, again, you you you're hawking a product for, for as a professional athlete, and you do something stupid, uh, or you do something illegal. In a lot of cases, they're pulling that advertising. So, I mean, it, it, it's the same way again when it comes to a collegiate athlete now that has the opportunity to be paid. And I'm all for athletes being paid. I have no problem with it. Uh, but again, I agree with you. There should be a cap. The transfer portal should have a specific time frame which you can transfer. And so again, we can bring back uh, a sense of normalcy to college athletics, especially college football, where this is really again has shown to be a, again a, a detriment to a lot of things. Look, just look at last night's game: thirty-nine scholarship players to be able to play for LSU. And then the list is I've gone over the last two days of players that opted out for one reason or another. And you know they they shouldn't even play that game. I mean, it was. I, I guess there's reasons behind it. You know, they want to see these players or what they can what they can do. Or, I don't know. You got to. I don't know. It just the whole thing was a joke. I couldn't even watch it. I watched like two and a half quarters and and, and fell asleep. It was it was a bore. I was yeah. well, again. I said it when I opened up the show. I, I was glad for the kids that got a chance to be able to uh, to play. Those walk-ons never get a chance to see the field in a lot of cases. It's uh, again, it happened on national TV in a bowl game. Don't be again. You'll see them in a blowout only if then. Those kids work just as hard as again uh, those that are starting. Uh, but at the same time. Uh, that was not an SEC team nor an LSU team that, that was that was put on the field last night, and, and it showed. I mean, it, it definitely showed. No, they they didn't even have coaches. It's just like yeah. they went out a bunch of walk-ons, went out there and played ball, and you could tell. You know, the defensive line did well early on, but they had no secondary. Right. I mean, every time the defensive line would get pressure, the quarterback would throw up a prayer, and the kid would be wide open. It was just like, what are we watching here? Great. Tough. I mean, and really tough. And again, look, I'm, here's what I, here's what scares me, though, Scott. And and I'll say it: the thing that scares me more than anything is what Mike Scarborough told me yesterday here on the program. That again, you can you can look at what's happening now in terms of the situation with um, uh, with uh, the, the the 39 scholarship players for the for the bowl game. But uh, according to Mike Scarborough, Ed Ogeron again left his team uh, 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 kind of in a lurch here. Uh, there, there are a lot of academics uh, problems right now with players that, that have not stayed uh, stayed to get you, you doing their studies uh, during the season. They may not be academically eligible to move on and play. And then, of course, the defections that we've seen. So, again, this is a, Kelly's going to have his work cut out for him uh, because the program is 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 not what it what what, what uh, you know. Again, I think a lot of us thought it was going to be when it was going to be handed over to Kelly. No, you're right. Um... It's it's in it's in flux. There's no doubt about it, and it's disgusting that we had to pay this man seventeen million dollars for ruining a program. And well, I mean, he, he also it. stabilized the program and and won a national championship. To be fair, right? But the problem Joe is Burrow, again, he didn't Jamar sustain Chase. that success. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Dave Aranda won that championship. Well, I mean, along then, okay. with a great running back. <laughs> He recruit again. He was he's he's the head coach. He gets responsibility. He gets the uh, 
accolades if, if everybody wins with that group. And, and again, ultimately he gets sent, sent to the uh, uh, unemployment line if they don't. So, I mean, he's responsible for the team. No, there's no way to sugarcoat that. I'm, look, I know that from the beginning you, you were not in favor of him getting the job, and nor was I. But again, look, he did a. There was a time over a period of what, eighteen or so months, where he did a great job uh, w- with the program. But again, he got caught up in again the, the 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 championship and all the accolades that come with that, and ultimately didn't, didn't stick to doing what he's need to do to be able to keep the program going. And that's the issue that that's why he's on the street right now. You he's know, a rich I, man, but he's on the street. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. I just, I think that when, I think that when Scott Woodward came in, you know, even during the championship run, he had to right. see some problems. He had to see the way that the way that that program was being managed was going to be a problem, and you know, I, why he gave him as much money as he did, I, I, I don't know. Maybe you mean, as far as the buyout goes, as far as what goes. As far as the buyout, why, why he walked away with seventeen million? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. On, I mean, Scott. we both know yeah. why he walked away with seventeen million. <laughs> walked away with seventeen million for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was in his contract. Number two, again, he knows where the bones are buried at LSU. He knows again. He knows everything that was that was not above board, and then they need him at the end of the day to be a good soldier. I mean, let's just be let's just honest. Okay. I I mean, we it. can sugarcoat it, it all we want. It was basically hush money. And no yeah. doubt. I mean, again, yeah. like anything, I mean, they, they don't need a disgruntled coach walking away and, and, and exposing all the warts, especially when the NCAA is already, again, uh, on, on the campus, uh, dealing with the sexual assaults, uh, everything else that's going on that they've had to deal with. Uh, and, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, uh, between the Will Wade situation and what's going on in football, that I believe that in a, in a, in a, in a second, in an instant, they would give up the basketball program and, and, and take a hard hit there rather than get the hit on the football program. And uh, they'll do anything to protect the football program, and they did it. And at the ultimate, look, the $17 billion didn't cost taxpayers a cent. This, these are rich Louisianians who want access to an LSU program who put up the money. So it is what it is. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I hope they're willing to put up some more because we've got to get some players. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, the th- that's the thing that really – i got to be honest with you, Scott, it surprised me, right? I mean, Alabama's talking about NIL. You, you already mentioned Texas A&M, $30 million. Uh, LSU comes out on the first day of NIL, and, of course, in New York, it's, you know, it's, it's in lights about uh, LSU NIL, and they weren't ready. They weren't ready. They didn't have, again, businesses that were lined up that were ready to be able to, again, uh, to be able to uh, court these players, make sure these players, are, again, are, are, are going to be financially taken care of, much like they are in other teams in the SEC. You know, yeah, they, they were all talk. And, um, you know, and they weren't prepared. You're right. They were all talk, and they weren't prepared. So hopefully it all work out. I mean, everybody's making fun of Brian Kelly, you know, because – He's trying to fit in as a Louisianian. And, right. And, Which uh, is ridiculous, right? I mean, look, yeah. I, look, I saw that family uh, sign last night that Kansas State uh, the fans were holding up. I mean, look, to me, it is what it is. The guy, all one thing they would do is come in and win. I could care less if he is from the north and, and, again, he doesn't have a southern accent. 
Uh, ultimately, if he if he can't peel a crawfish, look, I got friends that can't peel crawfish. You kidding me? Okay, I I really don't care. All I want him to be able to do is be able to win and bring some big time offensive and defensive linemen to LSU. It's because the offensive linemen. I think I still I still think that again between Texas, L, uh, Louisiana, and the South, uh, that LSU can can. Um, can recruit really, really good uh, defensive linemen. That's been proven out. But I think offensive linemen have been an issue in, in, in Louisiana for a long, long time. We just don't grow them like they do in the Midwest. And hopefully, again, his his uh, contacts within high schools around the country will bring in some big guys. Yeah, because I tell you what, that offensive line didn't look great last night. They needed to yeah. have their best game, and they were intact. Yes, they, they were. They looked great, man. I mean, they needed to have a great game to get that running game moving. And to me, it didn't seem like they were doing anything. No, so. no, it was again, and that's a line that, as you mentioned, has has an incredible experience. Those guys have played for a lot of years. They're just not up to again SEC standards, uh, and that it is what it is. I mean, you call it the way they are not. Now, that's one of the things that has to be done. Look, I, I talked about it in the first hour, Scott. T- to me, what I want to see is out of, out of Kelly is a, is a guy that's going to run an up tempo offense, going to be similar to what Joe Burrow ran, right, and an attacking defense. If he can do that. Everything else is going to take care of itself because of the talent pool that we have here in Louisiana of skilled players that will, again, will come, will go to the school, will go to LSU, and then I think, again, the best quarterbacks will follow because they want to play in that type of system. And how unbelievable was it, speaking of uh, an attacking defense, how unbelievable was it to see Apu Aika play in his bowl game? Oh. Man, he's stud, <laughs> but he's a 3-4 uh, he's a three-four um, defensive tackle, and you know they tried to force him into a four-three. How do you mm-hmm. let that guy go? Well, you change again. the scheme for a guy like that. You change your scheme. I mean, it's just unbelievable what we're seeing that Orgeron did. And I tell you what, you know, I knew it. I knew it for a while. You said it for I a long. Mean, you have never been a real fan of Orgeron. Uh, you were on the no. record as saying it from the day he got hired. Nope. Uh, and I mean. I was as thrilled as anyone to see that championship run, but you could tell that he had nothing to do with it other than talking, you know, the players into getting there, like Joe Burrow, you know, Jamar Chase, and, uh, you know, how he got them to go to LSU. I don't know, but that was a miracle. Because he's a master game. recruiter, dude. No, let's, let's, let's at least give him, the, give, give him credit where credit is due. The Duke can recruit. Now, he didn't do what he was supposed to do, which is be a CEO of the program. He was the first year, but then again, as coaches started to leave, things started to slip, guys started to opt out for the NFL. Remember how many players opted out to the NFL after they won the national championship? That was decimated, that team. He just didn't, t- again, he, he didn't tend to the crop, so to speak. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't follow up with the type of intensity that you need to follow up with in terms of, again, rebuilding a program when you lose as many great players as he did after the national championship. And that's why, again, he's, that's why he's sitting, uh, sitting on a beach in, in Florida right now counting his money. Yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, he's going to go through that money like there's no tomorrow. He'll have nothing. <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> you know, I love you are brutal with this dude. I just, he's just a buffoon, you know, and you know, I'll give him his credit where credit's due. But, but man, he screwed up that program, and it's disgusting right. to watch. It really is. We'll we'll see how quickly Brian Kelly can bring it back. That's the that's the thing, and and a lot of it's going to have to do with again this next recruiting class, and then of course the transfer portal. Again, 
Mike Scarborough really opened my eyes yesterday when he's telling me that, again, there are a lot of players that are going to be academically ineligible if they can't get these kids to be able to take some classes to get it done. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, we already know about the defections. Those aren't, again, those are the, they are what they are. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Got to take a quick break, Scott. We come back, I want to talk a little bit about the restaurants. I want to get into the Saints. I want to talk about, again, uh, uh, the uh, – uh, I want to get into uh, uh, your thoughts on, again, the – uh, just briefly on Pistol Pete Maravich, today is the uh, 34th anniversary of his death. All that coming up here on the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Mentory. You got a problem with your vehicle? Man, you can feel very, very uh, comfortable in bringing it over to Southern Tire. First of all, AFC certified technicians. Again, that's the highest certification you can get in the industry. And then the diagnostic equipment is second to none. Uh, Tony Piazza and his family have put so much money into this new and, and uh, state-of-the-art diagnostic equipment. Again, it rivals what dealerships have, but again, without the dealership, sticker shop prices. And then tires? Man, they've been known for tires since they opened up the business, again, in 1972. The largest selection of tires in the metro metropolitan area, something for everyone's budget. And you're not going to be pigeonholed into, again, a certain brand or a certain tire. That's how large the selection is. Of course, again, if you've got uh, looking for tires from wheels or tires of the 30 inches, financing is available as well. That's Hickory and Airline in Mentory. Southern Tires open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Yeah, of course, you can go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide with their customers. And even that diagnostic page that will help you if you have some problems with your vehicle, just go ahead and log in, log in with what the problem is, and it'll tell you a little bit about it. Then bring it over to Southern Tire and let them repair it for you. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Mentory. It's a very Carrie Christmas. You could win Carrie Underwood's holiday album, My Gift Special Edition on vinyl, plus a new record player to listen in classic style. Daily winners will also qualify for a trip or two to Las Vegas to see Carrie Underwood Reflection, the Las Vegas residency at Resorts World in 2022, including air, hotel, and tickets to the show. Listen weekdays for the national text keyword for your chance to win a very Carrie Christmas. Prizes provided by Capitol Records and AEG Presents. This report is sponsored by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy for free with DuckDuckGo. I bought football tickets for my husband's birthday and now I'm in a football bubble. All I see online are articles and ads about football. I hate feeling manipulated. I downloaded DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays on 10 westbound right at Clearview. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Williams to Power. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. 
Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. In the market for a generator, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, they got you covered. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then when you come to a, uh, an agreement, they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing available generators, you pay that over time. That new install quality check is something that Burkhardt does for everything they install in your home or your business, part of their customer service pledge. And then, of course, when you need emergency service, 24-7, 365, Burkhardt is there for you that's right Burkhart will be there for you to be able to get your generator up and running when it when it breaks down and also again don't forget if you utilize that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season you got to get it uh, checked by a professional get it serviced Burkhart can do that for you when it comes to generator sales and service Burkhart's the experts that's acpromise.com acpromise.com today's program is brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants Katie's restaurant in mid-city Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory celebrity chef Scott Craig is our guest Scotty, what's going on at the restaurants? Let's see what's going on at the restaurants. Well, we're getting through a very, very busy December. Um, we did sales records at, at Francesca, and I think we, we really fed well off of Bienvenue and Katie's. Um, Katie's is, you know, right now it, it's the time to come because there are no lines. It's... Um, the, the staff isn't pressured. It's not jam-packed. So now's the time to come where you can get a nice, relaxed, great meal. Um, my staff's doing a great job. My staff at uh, at uh, Francesca, they're doing a great job. Um, we, we've managed to to uh, to uh, dodge the COVID bug for the most part. We've had a Beautiful. few people out. But, you know, you just had people that came in and took their places and did a great job. Um, once again, my thanks to Pigeon Caterers and, and my opportunity to work with them last month. 
it was uh, such an honor to be working with this, such a great, great catering company, man. I mean, they are really good. If I could say I learned something, I, I will, because I, I picked up sure. a few tips from, from a great company. Um, but I enjoyed working with them. I got to work on location for the Will Smith movie, and, which was really, really cool. We were down in Homa in the swamps. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Huh. We had to set up a kitchen under a tent, you know, and, and they do that stuff, like, so organized and do such a great job. Lee Freeman, who, who uh, their, their sales, their top salesperson there, and, and then Jean-Pierre and um, Dean Pigeon, they're, they're just amazing people. So I want to thanks to them, but yep. come on out and see us at the restaurants. We need you now. Because it seems, I hope it's just slow because of COVID. Because it, it's not your typical slow January. We're usually doing pretty well by now, but you know, we'll get through it. What about to-go still orders? Are, are, are you still getting a lot of to-go orders, or is this a situation where again those have slacked off as well? We are. We're getting quite a bit. We had a lot of problems getting to the phones uh, when people would call last month because we were mm-hmm. just so busy. Yeah, were jammed. Uh, but but now we're you know we're good answering phones and everybody's ready to roll again you know it's taking a little slow time down but we'll be fine beautiful you know and of course today is meatloaf special over at uh, at uh, both Katie's yeah. and uh, Francesca Katie's and Francesca Mama's meatloaf um, it's the best y'all it really is uh, I've never had better leave meatloaf than my mom's recipe and we do it with fresh mashed potatoes and peas mm. and at uh, Katie's you get fresh mashed potatoes and, and our veggie of the day. So mm-hmm. uh, Tonight's the Bradley Dale Pivato defensive coordinator of the UTEP Miners. Mm. Uh, tonight is the Bradley <laughs> Dale Pivato barbecue and, and seafood night. It's a surf and turf with uh, our great baby back ribs with blackberry jalapeno sauce, catfish, pulled pork, our couchon delay, and uh, coleslaw and potato salad. It's delicious. 22 bucks. You can't beat it. And, Scott, you're still bottling your barbecue sauce if anybody wants to bring that home, right? I am. I'm happy to bottle it for anyone that comes in. We had a label that we had made that wasn't really that crazy about. Mm-hmm. It wasn't sticking really well. But, um, you know, I think this year I'm going to focus on bottling that and trying to get it maybe in some grocery stores. I'm also, uh, I spoke with my engineer and architect yesterday about working on the building across the street. Yes. Um, we're, we're looking forward to maybe getting that finished this year. And uh, it's going to be a great year, man. It's going to be yep, a great year. We've got to stay focused, be positive. Don't yes. worry about the politicians. Just do your thing and do the right, right. thing. That's all right. you got to exactly. do. Exactly. Follow the do. rules. Get out there and enjoy yourself. Don't Don't be in a situation where... Ultimately, again, you're not going to go out to your favorite restaurant or, again, again, continue to support local businesses, which we need more than anything else. Yeah, you know, Eric, you've been pushing that for the last two years and, and beyond. But it is so important. Um, chains are popping up everywhere. Um, and I'm not talking about local chains. I'm talking about national chains. And the worst thing that they're doing to us is they're taking a lot of our employees. And, you know, they're, they're promising them, promising them the, the, the world. And then I, I, from what I understand, they don't follow through. I mean, what, what they promise you up front sounds great, but they're not able to keep up with that. So, you know, let's just keep battling, man. 
Keep right. supporting your local business, man. Support your local business. That, that's all you can do. Support your local business. That right. money, again, stays here. And and doesn't go to another city, another corporate rate corporation. It stays right here in New Orleans, in Louisiana, and flows through our economy. Scotty, we got a couple right. calls on the line. Your yep. uh, UT Joe's in the house. My brother UT Joe. How's it going? It was a great week last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, man. You uh, you you your call was fantastic, man. I appreciated you calling in, pal. Joe and I agreed on just about everything. Just about everything last week. For a you sure it wasn't an, apo- an apocalypse? Yeah. An apocalypse. <laughs> For a oh, by yeah. the way, shout out to the Blackberry Jalapeno Barbecue Sauce. Highly recommended. Good. If you have the means, yes, I will be coming by to get more. Getting ready for it. But real quick. Thanks, Joe. Let's talk about Dale Brown here. You know, Eric is sitting here posting him up on putting him on a pedestal. He's Where he belongs. Exactly the opposite experience I had with this man. I know. You mean a, a personal experience? Yes. Yes. Okay, go ahead. When I worked in Kennard and Patterson down the street from the campus, he was constantly calling, you know, hey, I need a 14 and a half, 15, 16 neck, and I needed 37, 38 sleeves. He was getting all these shirts for his basketball players. And we we tell him, he's a. Dale, we have to special order these. Nobody comes in here with a 38 sleeve. You, I mean, that is a long-ass arm, okay? And he would get upset. He would holler at Kennard. He would, you know, Donald Kennard was the uh, associate athletic director, constantly shouting him about clothes. And said he was constantly getting clothes for the players, and then one time he came in, and they were all complaining about how the clothes fit. I said, these guys are basketball players, man. Long-ass legs, long-ass arms, and, and they just thought we were custom tailors, man. I mean, he was doing well, that all was, over town. Was, was, that with NI, was that with NIO money, Joe? Oh, I don't know. But look, okay, you know, look, it was all under the table. Constantly berated the state troopers. Joe Dean was constantly getting in trouble with the police, and then he would call Dale Brown. Dale Brown would get in front of the radio or the TV and complain about the police, how they're, you know, being throwing their weight around with the players in the, in the athletic so, so you don't like Dale Brown? I didn't say that. Let me put it this way. He is the best LSU coach ever. Yes. Maybe. Just maybe. Well, who, who, who else would him, who, Okay? Who, he who, never who, won a natty, okay? No, so he I'm hasn't. I'm just saying. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Who's better? No. Nobody's better. He's the all-time best coach at LSU. I mean, There's no one better. after somebody who's never won a natty. That's all I'm I saying. Think, I think the guy that's there right now is going to end up being better. Well, it could be if he sticks around. And and look, the final straw was when he got into it with the director of food services. He was taking meat out of the freezer. Now, Scott, if somebody (laughs) came in your restaurant, walked into walk-in freezer, started taking out meat unannounced, you're going to have a problem with it, aren't you? Those kids might have been hungry. As long as I get a list of what he's taking and I send him a bill, I'm good. Right. right. Well, you know, I mean, it, it was one of those deals where he constantly was take he was on the take from the university. 
I mean, he abused his powers, man, and that's all I'm saying. He's a nice guy in front of TV and on the radio. He's constantly talking about his players, how great they were. But dude, he was a nightmare, man. And that's well, he was a nightmare for he was a nightmare for you and maybe some other people, Joe. But again, for, 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 for when it comes to basketball, now, Louisiana. That's why they didn't like him. Now I'm just telling right. you, you're not telling okay. half. You're telling half the story, and you. Well, I'm you're telling the story. I know, Joe. Joe, I don't know anybody yeah. thing about about sleeves and meat. I mean, you're coming on the radio, and everybody's supposed to just say, "Well, UT Joe said that he came in and he took meat out the freezer, and he was ordering extra long sleeves for his players." I have, we have no. Uh, again, that's your word against, uh, you know, anybody else's. That so at this point, I'm telling you what I know about Dale Brown. Right, I told right. a story about what happened with Dale Brown and my son. Okay, yeah. and and that's not the first time that's happened. Okay, I've heard many, many, many stories about Dale Brown. As a matter of fact, this is the wor- this is the first disparaging story I've ever heard about Dale Brown. Oh but it's coming God. from somebody me that too. loves Texas. There me is a too. long list, and trust me, you're wondering why the administration doesn't like him. I'm telling you why. It's he been multiple true. administrations since he retired. So, right. hey, Joe, i got to let you go. we got another caller on the line. Thanks, as hey, always. Joe. Joe's All gone. my exes live in. All my exes in Texas. Texas. Is that showing bad stuff about me? <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go to Tiger Terry. Tiger Terry, welcome. Man, UT Joe <laughs> does not know Dale Brown. Okay, no. When Dale was coaching at LSU, um, I met Dale for the first time when his uh, sister's son got killed, and I brought his sister and them to Baton Rouge. He took us out to eat. I got tickets. I called up the office. I said, Coach, I'm going, I want to go to the LSU-Kentucky game in Rupp. Well, guess what? Guess where I sat that night? I sat behind the LSU bench, and Chris Jackson, Muhammad Abdul-Ruff, went ballistic. I think he had 51 that night. Look, man, I can tell you stories about Dale. He's, you know, I got pictures of Dale Brown holding my two kids. I got pictures of Stanley Roberts and Shaq holding them, my two children. And the greatest story that I can tell you about Dale Brown, LSU was playing Vanderbilt. It was on a Saturday night right after the first. Oh, by the way, Happy New Year. I forgot to tell you all that thought. Right after the first. How dare you? What? How dare you? I'm messing with you, man. Go ahead. I mean, when he started talking about Dale, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but it was the night of the LSU-Vanderbilt game in Kentucky, in Tennessee, Nashville. It was about four degrees below zero. The LSU bus pulls up. There's me and my two sons standing out there in the freezing because the Vanderbilt guy would not let us in the door until the LSU bus got there. Joe Dean and Dale Brown stepped off the bus. He said, hey, Terry, hey, Kyle, Kevin, how y'all doing tonight? The coach, we called. They won't let us in the building. Yeah, they will. We went into the locker room. He took us into the locker room. After the game was over, we went out to eat with the team. Man, I got I have some stories of Dale that nobody will know. He is, you know, one I, I get I get off I get off. But Dale Dale, you know, he's done some he, with the Johnny Jones thing and of course he talked to Dick Vitale about the best coach LSU has right now in football, basketball, baseball, and that's the general real way. Last mm-hmm. week, I called up to LSU's a basketball school. They got beat for Auburn. And, hey, Auburn's got a great coach. He'll beat a lot of teams. But the Kentucky Wildcats came to Baton Rouge last night. Holy mackerel, they sent the Wildcats back to Lexington with a loss. And that's the, you Which know. Which is always a beautiful LSU's thing. LSU's basketball team, they, 
They don't. They they get down nine ten. Hey, that LSU's got them right where we want them. They start the press, and it's all over. Yeah, they but can play defense. They, they got to find some score, some consistent scoring though. They got to find some consistent scoring. Do I pull for? Do I pull for David Edwin Edwards in the championship game? Because I can't stand either one of them. You know, you got the Empire Strikes Back. You got the, the Darth Vader, Nick Saban. You got Luke Skywalker, who's um. Uh, yeah, you took a left turn on me, Terry. I didn't know where you went on that one. Yeah, got <laughs> yeah I got lost, too. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Who do I pull for? I can't stay in Alabama. I play golf with a Georgia fan that thinks Georgia football is the greatest thing in the whole world. And, you know, Georgia only plays one sport in the SEC. To him, that's the only sport. Football. Football is the only sport. Well, that you might have to just sit this one out, Terry. How's that? I, well, yeah, just sit this one out. I, I, I got something that tops Terry's story. All right. Terry, by the way, Terry, let me let you go, brother, because I'm, I'm running out of time hey, here. Go ahead. All I got to say is this. We won't hear Go Tigers anymore. <laughs> there no. you go. Terry, thanks for the phone call. Go ahead, Dust, and, uh, Scotty. And it's Go Tigers. Uh, I got one that tops Terry's story about the locker room. I got a coach that does that for me today. He's done that kind of stuff with my kids. He's had me in his locker rooms on the road, you name it, at the Dayton at the at the uh, NCAA tournament in Dayton, mm-hmm. and that's Mark Schlesinger. He's better than all of them. I'm and you talk about a class guy, Mark Schlesinger at the University of New Orleans. He's the kind of guy. He's that a great you want coach. Your kids to grow up. He is an amazing person. Better yeah. than a great coach. He's an amazing person. And and when Terry was telling saying that story about Dale Brown, that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking of. Mark Schlesinger. Yep. Yeah, there's a reason why he has has a, has a dish named after him over at the restaurant. He's a hell of a guy. That's right. No oh, he's just less than your baby. There you go. Hey, Scotty, what about the Saints this weekend against the Atlanta Falcons with a chance to be able to go to the playoffs? Uh, it, it, Eric, I've been saying it all year. It's coaching. Um, this team, it's amazing, isn't it? This coaching staff. This coaches and defense, yes. But, but Dennis Allen's coaching that defense. Ryan Nielsen's coaching that defense. And uh, when you hear the players talk, that's what they talk about. They talk about D.A. and they talk about Ryan Nielsen mm-hmm. and, and what great leaders, what great coaches they've been. And uh, that doesn't surprise me. What does surprise me is that Sean Payton is finding ways for this offense to at least kick field goals with what they have. The offensive line is a bunch of I don't know who they are, man. I texted you last week. I'm like, who is mm-hmm. that guy? I've never even heard of him. And they've got they're, they're doing it with coaching and grit and hard work, and the players are buying in. And this is a really close knit team, and I think that's why they are where they are. They're going to beat the Falcons this weekend, and the Rams are going to beat the 49ers, and the Saints are going to be in the playoffs, which is amazing. And Considering that to me they have had to overcome. Amazing. It is shocking with what they've had to overcome. And if he makes the play, if that happens, which I think it's going to, and he doesn't mm-hmm. get coach of the year, I'll be shocked. Because yeah, they're going to give it to Taylor. They're going to give it to Taylor from, uh, from Cincinnati. Because they don't, they don't, the national correspondents don't look deeper than, again, you know, maybe what they, what they hear or what they read. Uh, they're not, I mean, when you break it down, and we broke it down so much on this program over the last few weeks of everything this team has had to overcome, I mean, they should even be 500 right now. Are you kidding me? And I'll, I'll no. say it again. You mentioned Brian. You mentioned Ryan Nielsen a while, a while back, even before a lot of people knew who he was. Okay, because you got a chance to meet him and got a chance to be able to. Uh, but you look, and I mentioned this early in the week. Uh, Christian Ringo, 
Albert Huggins, Shy Tuttle. Yeah. Who are those right. guys? Carl Granderson, uh, right? I mean, they're, they're the, these guys are coming off the street, and the Saints have not missed a beat in terms of, again, no. stopping the run. Uh, it, no. It's been amazing. I mean, Ringo has been a fine for this team. He's going to be here next right. year, okay, when they upgrade this roster. It's coaching. Losing Trey Hendrickson could have been huge, but it oh. wasn't because of what he's made that defensive line. I mean, they, they, they buy into what he's selling, and he is selling a great product. The guy knows what he's doing, and, and, the, and the players know it, and they're buying into it, and they're learning from him. And uh, I, I just – I'm blown away at, at what this team has done. And, yeah, Zach Taylor may get it, but he's not a great coach. He's got Joe Burrow. He's got Jamar Chase. He's got Trey Hendrickson. He's got Von Bell. I mean, he's got – He's got and he hadn't, he hadn't had to overcome everything this team has had to overcome. Look, no. you lose your starting quarterback, you probably tank. They lost. They've had four, year. four different quarterbacks this year starting. You know, yeah, fifty-seven it's, different it's, starters. It's amazing. You, it's an amazing story. How you can overlook that for coach of the year? I, I'll love it. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'll with you. And, and I'll say this: if Dennis Allen does get a head coaching job, I can see Ryan Nielsen elevated to defensive coordinator. Absolutely. I would bet, brother, I tell you what, I'd go to Vegas right now and bet whatever I had on the fact that he's going to be the next defensive court. I can tell yeah, you that right if, now. If D.A. gets a job, I, I think they slide him right in. I think I there's that, that kind of respect for him on, on, on that campus. I hope we don't lose D.A., but we'll be in well, really me good too. hands. I'm going to tell you right now, if, me too. If we do, because Nielsen's going to be the D coordinator. Yep, no doubt. Yep. Scotty, one more time before we wrap it up, tell us about your, your great restaurants, how folks can contact you for catering. Throw it out there for us. If Katie's in Mid-City, you've got Francesca by Katie's in, uh, in, uh, in Lakeview, and we've got Bienvenue on Hickory and Harahan. You can contact me at scott at com for any of your needs. If you want a reservation, if – if you need some catering, please call me. Um, it, it, you won't be sorry. I'm telling you, man, we're, we're doing really well. The catering department's really kind of grown. Um, I'm working with Pigeon, so, I mean, if we can help you with between both companies, we could, we could do anything you need. So just contact me at Scott at Katie's in Mid-City. That's Scott with one T. And, of course, uh, Sunday brunch at both Katie's and also Bienvenue. And uh, Francesca's open six days a week, uh, open Monday through Saturday, right? Yeah, we have brunch at, at Katie's only on Sunday right now. Bienvenue has, has stalled because of okay. lack of employees, okay. man. We need employees out there really bad. Jimmy, Casey, and Stacy are doing everything out there. And, so, uh, again, I mean, we really. If you're in the restaurant industry and you're looking for a great job with an opportunity with a great company, go see Scott Craig. Yeah, please. Come see me because I can put you at any three restaurants. And if you live out in Jefferson, Bienvenue is the place to be. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Eric. Scotty, thanks as always. Certainly appreciate you and Mike sitting in for me last week. I heard nothing but great things about it. Certainly appreciate, again, your support of our program as well. Anytime, brother. Thank you.
You got it. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig with us each and every week uh, right here on Inside New Orleans. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new system, think about this. 25% energy reduction guarantee. That's right. You're going to save money on your electric bill. They guarantee it at Burkhardt. Also, again, single-day installs. Come out to you, sit down with you, find out what you're looking for in, term of, uh, in terms of a, um, a system. And uh, when they put you on the calendar, they actually come out and do it on that day. Now, again, sometimes they will run over, especially if it's a big air conditioning system that they're putting in. But, again, they'll treat your home like their home. Uh, financing is available as well. And uh, it authorizes itself some of the top brands in the industry. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company you can trust. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. I'm Joel Clark, a SelectQuote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, 
You're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-4646. That's 1-800-885-4646. 1-800-885-4646. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in today. Certainly appreciate it. Those that listen, again, here over the airwaves at 106.1 FM, those that listen on the uh, podcast or, again, um, on one of the uh, apps that uh, broadcast our program as well. I uh, want to thank Scott Craig for joining us on the program. Also, the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's uh, on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory, sponsoring our program, uh, as well as, again, all the great sponsors that sponsor our show. You go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors that sponsor our program. Just go to that uh, slideshow, click on the icon, take it right to the website. Everything you need to know about the sponsor is right there for you. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. Thanks for those sponsors for supporting our program. Also want to thank Sean Vazan of Fox State Sports. Always does a great job. Rudy back at studio, and thank you for listening. Coming up next, it's All Access with Ken Trahan. He's got Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, and he's got 12-time state champion coach Timmy Bird on the program tonight, so stick right here on 106.1 FM. We'll do it all over tomorrow again. Oceana and, and the Oceana Restaurants are our title sponsor, so I'll see you tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock on TV and back here on the radio at 4. My name is Ed Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catcher, the governor. They all got to go. Get it.